Radio Ronin Show is on the air. I, I wish, no I, listen, Spencer, I wish, I wish I would have known that you are one of those people. Seriously. You didn't know who I was. I You've know. driven with no. me. <laughs> I, have I? Huh? Yeah. I have driven. No, I've driven in your truck no, with I've you. No, I've driven with him many times. He's never done this. Never really? done this once. It's because no. everywhere we have gone together, Chandler, has been abandoned. I mean, think about it. Not many people <laughs> go to the King Buffet, so parking, easy. I guess yeah. no one's there. So yeah. I didn't know that Spencer was one of those uh, people who insists on backing his high ton son of a bitch pickup truck <laughs> into parking spots everywhere he goes. Yeah. Look, if I don't you, know. I don't no. know why, where that comes from. It's easier. It is easier if you two drove anything, or you, Josh, better than like bigger than a souped-up toaster. You would know. It is easier to back up so, the truck. Don't bring Mini Brad into this. I have a friend named Lewis and a friend named Rich, and I used to work with Rich and Lewis, and they both love trucks. And both of these guys, anywhere we went, I knew, I just knew. Like anytime we were going to get lunch or wherever we were going, I'd wait to get until they got in the parking lot to actually do my emails because I knew that they were going to spend the next 20 minutes <laughs> trying to figure out how to back their truck into the salt where they could just pull in and just we could go eat. Well, the funny but, thing is the Spencer's given us crap and the car that I drive is bigger than the Jeep you used to own. Oh yeah, and, and it's a total pain to park. And I got it in 2014, which means I don't have a backup camera. So it makes it even harder. And so it's just like, no, I just I just pull <laughs> yeah. in like a normal person. Look, Jenner, you know? if you it's had easier. a backup camera. No. It's so much easier, so much easier. No. I think there is some no. sort of uh, redneck gene <laughs> that uh, it basically prevents you when you have a truck like that, where there's just some sort of unwritten weird kind of like order 66. It's an inhibitor chip? It's an inhibitor chip in your head <laughs> that just says, I can't good soldiers back the truck in. I can't pull in forwards. What a reference. I just promise you, I promise you, you throw this out there to any of the Ronin that drive anything bigger than your cars, they will back me up that backing up is not a backup, but the only way to park your truck. Back, back up to back up to back. Yeah, no, so Spencer no, says. No. Spencer sends, says he sends us this whole text about how he's like, yeah, I was trying. I was trying to back my truck in, and somebody pulled in and stole my spot. I'm <laughs> they like, saw yeah, me backing in. Good. <laughs> Because you were backing in. And all three of us just start giving you so we, much crap. The, like, yeah, the, they the, should have. The hell Spencer caught has not let up for <laughs> it was two like days. For three days, yeah. <laughs> it's easier. It would take me half as much time to back into a spot as to pull right in. No. Not unless someone steals your spot because you're being a douche. I, I, no. Look, I I'm look not for being people. a douche. Look, I, I, look, I, I, I live look in the country. I that are trying to back into their spots so that I can hurry and pull in. <laughs> I live in an area that thinks they're still the country. Everyone around uh, here knows yes. when that truck yes. pulls past the spot and stops, it's because they're backing into the spot. We're going into the spot. We're not passing it up. We're going into it. So everyone you knows this. You went past the spot and somebody went right in behind you and went, thank you very much. <laughs> yep. Everybody yes. except for happen. the person who lives here and who stole and my, your spot. My favorite part is Josh yeah. is like, Spencer, just park like an extra like 50 feet away like the rest of us. And Spencer's like, no, yes. I don't want to walk that. I can't, I don't want to do oh, it. Oh, he's one of those guys too. <laughs> it was a moderate <laughs> distance. You, you probably leave your shopping cart right in the middle of the parking lot. No, I no, he doesn't do my that. Yeah. He's, a good, he's a good man. Militant about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start Here's the show. A, let's start the show. Really, enough. really quick. This is the conventions of the parking lot. The front, front spots are for the old people and pregnant ladies. 
The middle spots mm -hmm. are for the compact cars and the trucks backing in. The far out spots, those are for trucks with trailers. And, and trucks what? who want Cooper to back man, up. They're, man, just, they're, they're scary. That's a, it's an interesting, Didn't interesting know a credo system. you live by there, Spencer. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Ken Kruger, by the way. It's the Radio Ronin Show. Uh, I am Chunga. I am joined by the man who keeps touching my dongle. <laughs> Say hello to the Chandelorian. <laughs> not, not just touching, but stealing. And not only, it's, there's nothing worse than getting Whoa. on a Zoom call or trying to get on a Zoom call and you can't find your dongle. And it's it's like under your kid's covers in his bed. <laughs> That's awkward. Here's the thing. We both, have, we both have the new Max, the, the, the stupid USB-C, and my my dongle broke, so I keep stealing yours. By and, the way, whoever yeah. created the Mac, uh, that person should no longer be living. <laughs> With the uh, USB-C uh, Mac? Uh, yep. Any yeah. of them. <laughs> FYI, I'm, I'm switching yes. soon to, to Linux. And oh, I have, really? Yes, I have nice. this really nice dongle here. I will send it uh -huh. to you and donate it to the cops. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. we, no, we need it. But uh, but remember, you're using Linux, so you'll probably get that dongle back real quick. <laughs> Am I the only <laughs> one not playing with the dongle? Uh, I think that's uh, a first. Currently, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, so the Chandelorian is right here. Hello. He's dressed in blue, all in blue. In fact, I dare say he's blutiful. Aww. Say hello Aww. to Josh Hansen. I am in all blue. <laughs> hey, quick shout out to my man Colin. I, I just have to apologize. I did not mean to give you the cold shoulder on Saturday in the KFC parking lot. So I'm guessing this is more important than introducing Spencer. Y yes. No, this is... <laughs> I was with Dave. I was with the Gangster of Love. And every time yes, that I'm with Dave, right. when somebody yells out, you know, hey or whatever, it's usually for Dave. It, uh -huh. So I thought it was but for he's the Dave. gangster of love, yeah. 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 The gangster of love, and I I had my phone in my hand because we were trying to walk into. You thought somebody was shouting out Dave. Yes, and I had my phone in my hand because my sister was calling in the because end Josh of time. and Dave sound so much alike. <laughs> I guess they're both yeah. one syllable. Uh, yeah. So you, you, uh, he's over enough, there. Wait, he's wait. looking like the pasty gangster. Here's, Say hello to our dear friend Spencer Myers. Here's my question: How come every yes. quick shout out that Josh gives turns into like a Homer level epic? Oh, it's it's big. <laughs> it's it's, it's the like the Iliad and the Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta fit in a KFC story somehow. You know what I learned? This is what I learned. Mm -hmm. I learned that Homer lived on Mazithra cheese spaghetti while writing the Iliad and the Odyssey. I saw it on the Spaghetti Factory menu. It's oh, true. Wait, yep, I did. No, I did. Really? Right, the <laughs> cheese spaghetti. Rumor has it Homer ate this while riding the Odyssey. And Whoa. I think the Iliad too. I really want to see Chunga do like a <laughs> professional like PhD dissertation and in his bibliography site the spaghetti factory menu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, Spaghetti Factory is the biggest ripoff in the world, and their it, service is terrible. It totally is. But the Spumoni ice cream. But, not but worth damn, it. damn, I love that place. It's like $37 for pasta and butter. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Oh, it's so uh, good. All right, so, uh, so uh, listen, we've got, we have a massive show. A massive, massive show. And we've got to get to it really quick. But before we do, we want to say hello. Hola. To our new Patreon fam. Hey, do, we have, yeah. do we have some Patreon fam, Josh? We we do. We have a upgrade. Okay. We have a investment that has gone up four cents. I don't know oh, if I've no. given this nice. in a way. 
But uh, from 6011 to 6015, we have a pity for a you. A pity for you. A pity for you. A pity, a pity for you. A pity for you. It goes up four cents every time. Yes. I've got this figured out. Yeah. Math. Math. Listen, man, Math. I don't care. I love it. I, 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 I love all it. for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not it? complaining. <laughs> That's our only upgrade is four cents? That's it. A penny a day. All right. Well, that's uh listen. We'll get there. Um, hey, but uh, so today on the show, we this is uh, your show for your Thursday. Um, we have so much stuff coming up. We have tons of movie stuff. We have tons of streaming stuff. We have tons of TV stuff. We have tons of. I mean, just tons. We've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. That we need to oh. talk about here on the show. But first, I want to say uh, a, an apology to Nancy Tanner who was here in Vegas, and she was like, hey, I want to be on Ronin TV, and I was like, awesome, let's put you on Ronin TV. Uh, Chandler and I are going to make our way to the Strip for the 4th of July festivities, yep. and we will link up with you and put you on Ronin TV. Fail. <laughs> we failed in the worst <laughs> like, way. Like miserably. So <laughs> here's the deal. 4th of July, this town goes off absolutely mm -hmm. i've never seen anything like it yeah this town goes crazy and you think we were worried about fireworks in utah holy crap these things were going off till like four in the morning huge big <laughs> I, I swear they were dropping a-bombs out in the <laughs> desert our really? wheels were shaking and we could see them like they were way on the distance like you know in disneyland like you could feel yeah, yeah and it sets up the, car the, alarms the, the pressure yeah, wave yeah, yeah and they were hitting us from like a good like three miles out it we was, could see our windows moving these <laughs> things were so close wow. it was crazy and so Chandler talked to uh, one of his one of his new friends, Omar. He's got yeah, a, a my, friend, my Omar, coach, yeah, his CrossFit coach. And he's like, "What's going on? I didn't think fireworks were legal." And he's like, "Yeah, remember what's? Uh, I mean, you know, it's not like there's brush out here. It's dirt. Yeah, it's like what's going to burn? <laughs> what's going to burn? Dirt? The dirt? Is it, every, everything's already burned. So nobody listens. This is a, uh -huh. this was like a new thing. Nobody listened. And there were fireworks. There, there's still fireworks everywhere. They're still going, and they like yeah. even in the day. Yeah, they're going. They're off. going off. And the thing is, you can't wow. buy it. There's no fireworks stands. You can't get fireworks inside a grocery store. They have like groups of people that are, like will fly into a parking lot and like pop their trunk, and it's all illegal fireworks. And every <laughs> single person in Vegas does this, and, and everyone like, knows about it but us because we're new. And so like everyone like floods a car, and then they they wipe out this car, and then they're gone. And you're like, and what that, just happened? Or you have to go to Pahrump. Or Pahrump. There's Pahrump. So you gotta yeah. go to Pahrump wow. to buy your illegal. Yeah, but everybody does and i've never in my life ever and so we found out we were talking to our guitar tech and yeah. uh and and he was like hey look uh are you guys gonna do the strip on the fourth and mm -hmm. we were like yes we are we're meeting nancy tanner and he was like yeah okay well you guys better just stay put and this is a couple of days before no joke yeah and i was like what, what are you talking about he goes well look he goes this town goes absolutely crazy but if you're not on the strip by the time like the sun comes up on July 4th, forget it. You're not getting anywhere near the strip. And uh -huh. I was like, oh, come on. Don't worry. You know, this guy just came here from Nashville. You know, he's only been here for a few years. I'm not going to worry about it. So sure enough, we tried um, on the afternoon, like two in the afternoon to get to the yeah. strip. And it was like, forget it. No joy. There yeah. were, there was, it was wall to wall traffic. Wow. All the way up and down I-15. You couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, we, we couldn't even get close to the strip. It was so crazy. Yeah. Like it absolute chaos, and they're like, "Yeah, you're not leaving until like 4 a.m. the next day." Yep. I'm like, uh, "Oh, okay." <clears throat> it was like, "Okay, so how long are the fireworks going to be? If you have to get there 
if you basically have to book a room a couple of days early, get there, stay there, and then you can't leave till like four in the morning, you're not even going to be able to get back to your hotel room. Mm -hmm. How long is the fireworks thing? And he's like, eight minutes. <laughs> That's it. Totally it's, worth it's it. Eight minutes. You're kidding the thing me. Is like, I had no, I had no. a friend who, when I was talking to him today, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I trucked in with my family. He's Australian. And he's like, I brought my kids, and it was a whole thing. He just barely moved to Vegas like us. And he's like, I was right by Caesars, which is like supposed to be the best spot. Yeah, and he's right. like, and I saw the corner of one firework, and that was it. Because you're down on the because ground level. So, the buildings they are shoot off. off the roof, so you can't see anything. <laughs> eight so you go through all this, and you can't see anything. For eight minutes. Eight totally minutes. worth it. We got 45 minutes of fireworks at right? North Salt Lake. Oh, oh, I'm a one-up you. I'm a one-up you. Because I live in the middle of like this field and sea of dead grass and brush. Next oh, to yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Is, it's just literally just tinder. Just tinder, douse, uh -huh. and gasoline. Spencer's got like, like three-story high piles of dead hay. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of goats. Lined up around I'd his house. I befriended a goat there. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. At 8.11 p.m. on the knot. Fireworks start. They do not stop uh -huh. until 12:19 for oh, three yeah, yeah, days yeah, yeah, straight. Yeah. And I'm not just oh, talking yeah. about like one neighbor. This is they like the listen. whole sky is lit up. Yeah, yeah. And I could read a book from the light of the fireworks in my bedroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> so basically, nobody listened. No one listened. No. To nobody me. listened here. Nobody listened to Captain Lane. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Like we. The night of the fourth, we actually got a, a pretty decent sized storm, like thunder and lightning and rainstorm. Yes. They oh, were really? still going off because oh, yeah. it was like, really? you know, they were just like, all right, let's dig deep into our roots of our pioneer heritage. Nothing is going to stop us from blowing up this state. <laughs> Kids, go and, you get know, your thunder, pumps. lightning everywhere. <laughs> they didn't care. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my so neighbor was, just was, it was raining. Said, yeah. yeah, it was raining. It was yeah. pretty. It, yeah, it rained quite a bit, actually. I'm pretty wow. sure my neighbor wow. just said, "Well, the wind's blowing from west to east, so if I put a pop-up covering and angle it, it'll go yeah, up yeah. just fine." Right. <laughs> Smart, actually. Nice. Yeah. Well, so so did you guys have a good fourth? Was it fun? You had a good time. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, it was, it, it yeah. was fun. I had so much. Yeah, meat. that's good. <laughs> We, uh, so we were much able to go to get, we, we went to a guitar center here, and that mm -hmm. was really about it. Because that's really the only place we could get to. And watch Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, and, we watched, and, and uh, we, watched we started Rebels. Mm -hmm. It gets and, good, trust uh, me. Oh, oh no, it's, the first it's, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah, we're, it's all right. I love it, actually. So anyway, want to want to give a big shout out to Nancy Tanner. We are so sorry. Um, not only did we not message you back even, but we couldn't even really do that because we were stuck in traffic forever. Yeah. And then we found out that while all this was going on, some lunatic was basically just driving around the valley shooting at people. Yeah. What? He was oh, just like for cool. just at oh, random. Yeah. Yep. He's just driving around the valley, like stopping at a 7-Eleven and cranking off a couple of rounds and then driving to another place and cranking off a couple of rounds. I think he drove in from California. Like he's not even from Vegas. No, he's he drove California. in from California to do it. Yeah. Well, we we actually had a, a lady in Kaysville that was just setting people's lawns on fire on the floor. I saw so. that. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. I saw that. What? Yep. Wow. And, huh. uh, and the closest right. thing we got to burning down the state actually was not her. It was in Laverkin. It, it was outsiders. It wasn't even Utahns. <laughs> That almost really? burnt down Laverkin. 
Laverka. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a, I didn't even know that was a place. Yeah, so no, it's, the, a, it's a place. It's in 7-Eleven almost went down. Yeah, that's the only yeah, thing that's, that's, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, well, I'm glad you guys survived. We survived here, too. It was actually quite the sight to see. It was pretty incredible. It is weird, though, because we don't have Pioneer Day. So we have Vegas days, and that was in May. Yeah, like right oh. when we moved here, yeah. So, and it's the same kind of thing with fireworks and the whole thing. It's the same kind of deal, Vegas days. Yeah. But we didn't know what it was, and so it just kind of landed on us, and we were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and everybody's like, Vegas day, bro! And, you know, off go the Roman candles. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we didn't know. Um, so it'll be weird being like here on the 24th, and there's, like, no hand carts, and there's no kids dressed like Holly Hobby, and... No I'll dinosaurs be there. passing yeah, I'll be out there of with the, the Days of 47 parade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, you're going to hey, be here with us. Hey, you will be here. That's right. Hey, let's throw our own parade. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm not Fine. a big parade guy, Josh. <laughs> um, uh, listen, so, uh, so again, I, I, feel, I feel really, really bad, but th- that was really our 4th of July. <laughs> it was so lame. Uh, I, yeah, I was okay with it. <laughs> Other than Nancy. I sorry, Nancy. I mean, I think that, that, that's really about it. Yeah. Uh, Spencer! Oh. Yes? Nothing exciting Baby watch. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're all waiting. <laughs> I know. Um, that's what, everybody. No, nothing's going on yet. I get that message like once a day, every hour a day from a listener. Is oh, she, yeah. Is or she me. here yet? Well, is she here well they're, yet? Hitting, they're, they're hitting us. So we're, we're getting people asking us, hey, what's going on? Is Spencer nervous? Is Spencer nervous? I'm like, Spencer is like hanging out, out by his smoker. I don't know that he's fully aware that he's about to have a child. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think he's just like... Uh, even Chris too was like he has no idea what's about to hit. Yeah, him. I know he was. I have no that. idea. Shammy told me that too. He's like, yeah, oh, he's, he that. has no idea what <laughs> everything's going to change. I was like, yeah, and he's like, he's his early his early wake ups. That's not going to happen anymore. So yeah. just, just be prepared, yeah. my friend. Be prepared. I'm yeah. a little bummed that you're not in your collared shirt though. You know, because it can happen any minute now, and you're actually in a boy of uh, based on Chunga's story about liquids. I got in my gym clothes. <laughs> nice, nice. So yes. now, now, now I'm ready for liquids, and then in my my hospital bag, I put a collared shirt. Hey, yes, smart, right, smart right, man. Right, and you can always a smart dude, and you can always run to Walmart for sweats. Uh, yes, you can. We we know that from Walmart. Yes, thank you, Josh. So what's mm-hmm. the deal, Spencer? When when is this baby coming? Look, here's the thing. We don't know. Like it could be any day. Now is what we've been. Uh, told. You have no idea. We need mm. answers. We need concrete answers definitive we do have an induction date in the next week so yeah. okay Seven Eleven. Okay. awesome Seven Eleven. So i bet i bet you're gonna have this baby while we're on vacation yeah i bet that's probably. gonna happen probably yeah i, I, I bet guarantee that's, it. Uh, i bet it's going down yeah so uh yeah by the way vacation is coming up so we we do have episodes like we're gonna have this episode and then you're gonna get a monday episode yep um, but then uh, next Thursday there will be no Ronin, and next Monday there will be no Ronin. Yeah, the Monday after that. So yes, it's yeah. just summer vacation. We haven't been able to do this in a long time, so we're very, very excited. So you're going to get a Monday show, and then uh, no Thursday, and no next Monday after that. Well, and I, I, be I, ready okay. for lots of Ronin TV episodes, though, because yeah, that's we're, right. We're filming a ton. So I guarantee after Monday there will be a baby. You think after Monday? Oh, after, I guarantee after this next after Monday. This, this Monday. I guarantee there will be a, a baby at some point next week after this yes. Monday, next Monday. All right, 7-Eleven cool. day. 7-Eleven day. Because everybody, everybody's, what? 7-Eleven day. Yes, yes. We need a Slurpee baby. Slurpee. <laughs> Josh has promised me if she is born on 7-Eleven 
that one, he has declared he has naming rights and blue raspberry is not off the table. Hey, <laughs> and two, I think it's a wonderful name. He will buy her a lifetime supply of Slurpees on 7-Eleven. A lifetime supply. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a lot of Slurpees, that's, that's man. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what? It's been a long time since I've had a Slurpee. I'm more of a Sonic slushy man myself. Oh, those are so oh, good. And, and it sucks because there's no Sonics in Vegas. We've lost a lot we, of weight. We, Let's yeah. just say that. We, I, can't, I can't get a grape slushy <laughs> to save my like life. Every night. <laughs> well, it really sucks. The thing yeah. is, it's kind of been foretold, like prophesied that this baby may be born on 7-Eleven. Mostly because mm. we are at our family picnic on Monday. <laughs> And yeah. Stephanie grabs my arm and says, I need 7-Eleven. Like, See, oh, her, there it her is. voice like dropped five octaves. There it is. And she looked <laughs> she at me. She has prophesied it. We have not yeah. been to a 7-Eleven ever in our marriage. We've never had a Slurpee <laughs> really? in our marriage. I've never seen her drink a Slurpee. And we're driving home and she's like, I need a Slurpee. Give me a Slurpee. <laughs> so we're driving around. We're driving all around our neighborhood looking for a Slurpee, but we can't just get any Slurpee because she does have gestational diabetes, so no sugar. Uh-huh. There's uh-huh. one oh, yeah, 7-Eleven yeah, yeah. that has sugar-free Slurpees by us. Oh, it's okay. probably the one that I went to tonight. Probably because it's the last one we checked. <laughs> yep. Did you, get, did you right get, did, Are you drinking a Slurpee right now, Josh? Uh, I'm done. <laughs> wow. I'm done. Yeah, it's a, it's right. a hot we one. We did get a 7-Eleven ornament. Hey, so Spencer, if you want to, if you want to induce labor, garlic, garlic pizza, chicken garlic pizza. What? There's a couple of places oh. around town that serve that serve chicken garlic pizza. Look for it. Uh, it, it. I used to say this on the radio all the time, and women would try it over and over, and it works. I'm looking. I don't know. It's like the baby doesn't like He's the garlic. Or, yeah, chicken garlic pizza. That's Just like a vampire now. now. Yep. Garlic. Chicken garlic. Yep. Papa Murphy's. It works. It. Yep, there, there you, you go. go. Extra go garlic. Extra this garlic. actually works. Oh just, man, just this, is a, this is. Um, and while he's looking, listen. I want to give. I want to give Spencer some props here, really quick. So, um, as you know, Spencer's very obsessed with food. He's he, he, everything is food. Yeah, the mm-hmm. guy cooks. He eats. He cooks. He eats. He loves food. We all love food, but then Spencer's got like an extra <laughs> gear that yeah. he shifts into. And he loves food. Oh, not even close. Uh-huh. So, coming up on Ronin TV, we're gonna we're gonna start a new series called. Chef Spencer. And and they're not going to run like back to back to back to back. We're no. going to drop one and then we're going to do some other stuff and then we'll drop mm-hmm. another one. You're going to have yeah. to teach me how to cook. I've I mean, tried. I, I, I mean, I, I can cook a pretty good steak, but... The last time I tried to mm. teach Josh how to cook, we went to the Apollo Burger <laughs> and we bought an Apollo Burger sandwich yeah. and we, we yeah, put yeah. it on a burrito. That's how I, I make my euros. I actually really yeah. miss Apollo Burger. Apollo Burger. So there's yeah. this place. Can I can I just recommend this place? Uh, mm-hmm. Josh, we'll bring it when you come down here in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, it's called Farmer Boys. Yes. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of Farmer Boys before, but the hamburgers, the food is amazing. Uh-huh. Really good. It's just, I've never even heard of this place before, but they Wait. have them here in Vegas. When Farmer did you Boys go to are- Stephanie's Uncle's without me? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this food is... And they actually have commercials, and they're like, Farmer Boys... Fast food ain't fresh food. A farm food. Oh, farm food. Farm yeah. food ain't fast food is what farm they say. Farm food ain't All fast right. food. Oh, which means... So you have to wait for a long time to get it, but it's good. You wait about 47 minutes in the drive-thru every single time, but it's it's definitely worth it's it. It's really is good. It, yeah. Is it like burgers and fries? Is it... It's a, it's yes, and then it's salads, and it's all kinds of Breakfast stuff. Breakfast burritos, Parmesan, oh. grilled grilled cheeses. It's I, really I, good. They have everything. Yeah. Oh. Farmer, so when you're coming to Vegas, Sold. find a Farmer Boys, because they're really, really good. Sold. Really, really good. 
<laughs> um, okay, so uh, just one before we get into the into the show here. Um, <clears throat> Patreon members. Oh, yes. Patreon oh. family members. <clears throat> Fam. By the Fam. time you hear this, there's going to be a little announcement on the Patreon page. Of course, you have to be a member of the Patreon fam to be able to see this, right? Right. So I would like to invite all of our Patreon family members now to go check out that message. We are going to take uh, Spencer's uh, phenomenal spreadsheet prowess to task. (laughs) And here's what we're going to do. Uh, We're going to try this. We're going to try and do this the right way, because the last time we did T-shirts... Uh, the pandemic was part of this problem, but but we have like two hundred and something Patreon family members, right? Yeah, it's just, I don't know just how much under it three hundred. It's think. just under just three hundred. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know the exact number. It's a couple of hundred, give or take a couple of hundred. But the point I'm trying to make is is that we have these couple of hundred Patreon members, and the last time around we went through like eighteen thousand t-shirts. <laughs> no joke. I don't we know went, how we went through a couple thousand t-shirts. Like this we is no through, joke. We went through a couple thousand t-shirts. Yeah. I don't know how that happened because every Patreon member is supposed to get one. So I don't know how that happened. Yeah. But we spent a a, a small fortune. Uh, on several thousand t-shirts i don't I'm, I'm pretty sure right now there's some kids in africa that have worn out their denver broncos super bowl champion shirts and are, are running around in radio, yeah, in radio, radio shirts. <laughs> i'm pretty sure i don't yeah. know how it happened yeah that sounds about right but here's the deal so this is what we're going to do with our shirts we're actually going to keep a very close watch on it this time because a the shirts are insanely cool very yes. very very cool uh-huh. and um we're gonna make sure that everybody gets their shirt so we want you to go if you're a patreon family member right now we want you to go to the patreon page and message us your size because what we're going to do is we're going to get an exact accounting and then your name is going to go on your shirt and we're just gonna that's what we're gonna do yep and then we're working on getting a t-shirt meetup put together Okay, so the yep. plans are well underway. We're excited. Some though. of you will say, some of you will say, well, I'm a goblin or oh, I'm this or oh, I'm that. No, no, no. If you are a Patreon member, if you're a Patreon family member right now, just go. Yep. yep. Just go and do it. And don't worry about that. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to email us. Uh, the shirts, so that you know, they're all just standard unisex sizes. We're not doing female shirts. We're not doing, and part of the reason for that, we looked into it, it's just hard to get shirts right now. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. really, really hard to get shirts right now. So we're yeah. just doing men's shirts. Female shirts are actually much harder to to, to get your hands on. And there's right so now. many different options for like yeah, female yeah, yeah, shirts yeah. too. It's like yeah. ah, I don't know. Let me just make it so easy. So just know that it's just the standard like t-shirt. It's just a t-shirt. So whatever size you want, go and and do that. And Spencer's gonna make a spreadsheet. Yep. Ooh, I actually already track. am figuring out how to optimize it right now. Like you can see his Nerd. brain move right he's now. Said he said optimize. <laughs> the I'm, the I'm, numbers in front of him, it just calculations. Not so, the first time. So get ready. These shirts are badass. They're really, really cool. Uh, I'm really, really excited about them. Uh, Josh designed them. Mm-hmm. It was mine and Chandler's concept that we came up with, and we gave it to Josh to play with. Yep. And he made it magic, and I'm very excited about it. We'll uh, just say it it's, it's, it's very 80s. Can we say yes. that? It's very 80s. Can I say that? Yeah. It is very 80s. Yes. In the most cool way possible. Right and fun. Yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. You're uh, gonna get- all right. So um, let's see what else. So uh, again, we've got we've got all kinds of like TV and movie and 
uh, streaming. I, I mean, this is like all kinds of news, and we've got tons and tons and tons of Disney news. Like a lot. So we've got to, we got to get to it. Like we've really, really, really got to get to it. Before we get any further, uh, yes, I just want to say, Spencer, <laughs> I'm calling it now. Peacock is yes. dead. Well, we weren't going to go there, but okay. <laughs> no, no, we have so, to go here. Disney news, uh, but Peacock okay. is dead. Spence, so Spencer has declared Peacock is dead. Why? Why is Peacock dead? First off, it is the worst name for a streaming service. Let's be honest, it sounds like a streaming porn service. It does. It kind of does. No, it oh my does. gosh! I, I don't think that, I don't think Peacock was the best name for it. I really oh my don't. gosh! Terrible it name. Is. That explains yeah, so yeah, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like second, I love that Josh is just now getting no, this. No, that's why. Right. That's why it was filtered out at my house. <laughs> the other thing is they don't have any original franchises or any movies to depend on. They don't have a big studio behind them. Yeah. Well, wait a so, minute. Don't they? I thought they had movies. Don't they have older movies? I thought they had older stuff. movies. Yeah. You know, they have like really old movies, but not really good ones. In fact, I found this list. Let me see if I can pull this up of major studios and who they have partners with. Okay. Okay. Ooh. All right. So all right. like. What I'm looking at right here is the list of all the studios and who they're partnered with and when it ends. So a lot of these okay. partnerships, yeah. like they all contracts, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know what they all contract. So like Disney, obviously tier one is Disney Plus, and then right. their tier two, they have some deals still with Netflix and with HBO and things like that. Okay, to stream okay. some right. of the lesser thing. And then you have Lionsgate, which is one of the lesser studios. They're also partnered with Hulu and then HBO Max. Warner Brothers okay. exclusive okay. to HBO Max. Ah, right. Paramount has Paramount Plus, and then Netflix has a couple of their movies as well as HBO Max. Now, Do we know how Paramount Plus is doing, by the way? Do we know? Because Paramount Plus looks kind of cool. It's actually Nobody really knows. You think? No, I Wait, actually really, really like yeah, it. They've got indie. They've got some cool stuff. Oh, yeah, no, they, they actually have some really cool, cool things. I, yeah, oh, yeah. wait, they have SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. 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 We need to get it. We need and to get Survivor. it. Yeah. How much is it in Star month? Trek? Oh, man. How much it's is it? $5.99. Uh, I, okay, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, I think all, that's what they all are. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Cheap. So, Peacock comes out today after losing another billion dollars with a B oh my on their God. service. Oh, They've lost and another they, billion dollars. They announced their saving grace. They have signed a deal with a major studio to show their movies. Okay. And? So, they have signed a deal with Universal Studios, which sounds great because that's like the Fast and the Furious movies. That's like the Despicable mm -hmm. Me movies, which as much as you may hate mm -hmm. those, are pretty yeah. big They make earners. money. Mm -hmm. They make money. Yeah, yeah, sure. But they don't have access to those catalogs until 2022. Oh. <laughs> so they have, to, they have to hold out just long enough to get the... They have to hold the, out uh, for the contract to end with HBO and HBO Max. Wow. So, just it's so they not can get even... a Fast and the Furious movie and Despicable Me? <laughs> They're dead. You have family. But what about but what about the office? I thought the office was basically drunk. We have Peacock, but we we do it begrudgingly. We only have it Isn't for that, the office. Yeah, that's Here's it. the only reason. That's just it. Here's the thing. They only have the office and they only have Parks and Rec. But those two shows, if you're a big fan of those shows, either you already have them on DVD or Blu-ray, or you you're just gonna do the free tier until you can get them on yeah. Blu-ray or DVD. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not so, one that's going to draw people in. So when you say Peacock is dead, do you have any inside information or you're just kind of just guessing? Here? Or you're just foretelling? I'm always just guessing. Let's be honest. You know what? <laughs> okay. okay. Do you so what you didn't see like a news article or something. I think it's just no, the I, contracts that, yeah. No, yeah. I saw the news article and I've, I've been kind of watching the writing on the wall. They've lost a okay. billion dollars every quarter for yeah. the past couple quarters. Wow. And that's wow. not like Disney where they can sustain that kind of loss. 
And well, Disney's, even Disney can't really sustain no. that. They have to get government money to sustain that kind of right. Price. And they're yeah. only losing money in the millions. This is in the billions, quarter to quarter. You know what doesn't Oof. suck though? Wow. You doesn't suck at all is Discovery Plus. So this past oh, that's, week, no, that's my favorite one. No, yes. that's, my, that's the one that we watch the most. So, actually, yeah. So this past weekend, I hopped on because I had all intentions to watch my brother's show, but I ben, actually yeah, got ben, yeah. Ben's I actually show. I actually got sidetracked because. Shark Week is next week, and Discovery Plus decided, hey, oh. let's start putting together our Disco- our Shark Week stuff. That's all I've been watching this past week. So did you lie to Ben and tell him you watched the show when you really didn't? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> she watched Shark Week? You were watching it's Shark great. Week. Well, no, it, it is, it, it's not that hard to fake because it's like, oh, yeah, man, Roswell, it's like a whole conspiracy, you know, those aliens. Yeah, and, man. And Ben's yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah, man, you know yeah. it. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. You're the worst brother ever. (laughs) This proves my point, though. When Discovery Plus has better content than your premier access service, you're screwed. You can't compete with sharks. That's that's absolutely very true. That's very true. Shark Week is... uh, <laughs> it's early, isn't it? I always remember it Shark is. Week uh, coming coming up around like my birthday. August, yes, yeah. it is. It is early, which makes me wonder. I guess it's just because they they want the money now, the advertising money, because it's still sure. huge. Uh, yeah, for but sure. it's a whole month because yeah, it's usually it's usually well our birthday week when it comes yeah. out. So it's so like Shark the, Week is now Shark Month. Is that what you just said? It should be. I was going to say, it's it kind of like be. the Christmas creep. Like Shark Week's just going to get earlier and earlier and earlier until <laughs> eventually it's just Shark Year. Shark Year. Shark Summer. I'd be, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. So uh, we have some Halloween news that we're going to share coming up here in a Ooh. little bit. Don't let me forget, boys. Okay. I don't oh, want to forget. Yeah, yeah. Right? I will oh, let you right, forget. Listen. So Shark Week is is this week, Josh, or is it next week? It starts on uh, Slurpee Day, so it gets even on better. On 7-Eleven. Gets even oh, they're better. They're already releasing stuff, apparently. Mm-hmm. So. Can you not just yes. picture Josh waking up early, 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 7-Eleven, driving down to the 7-Eleven, buying all the Slurpees he can get and carry, and then sitting in front of his TV and watching Shark Week all day? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I could see Chunga sitting there with Josh doing this. That sounds wonderful. You, you should. <laughs> That's the American dream is it gonna right be going, there. Is it going to be going when you're here in Vegas, Josh? Like, maybe you can just come to Vegas and we'll just sit in my living room and watch Shark Week. I, you know what? DVR is a thing, man. Let's just let's just make it <laughs> Shark right, Month. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I love right. it. Yeah. I'm all in. So, um, okay. Well, listen, we've got to uh, uh, make a note of it, by the way. Make a note of the Shark Week. Yep. Got uh, it. Before, nope. we, Noted. before we get into the other mm-hmm. stuff, though, really quick, uh, producers. We want to thank our producers. Yes, we do. Yes. Producers of the Radio Ronin Show. By the way, uh, people are still asking about, um, can I really put this on my resume? The answer is yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. you can. And we will vouch for you. Can I really use you guys as a job reference? And the answer is yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. You can use this. We do it all the time, actually. And the fun um, thing is I love when, when producers submit content. Like, I, I've gotten three messages like, hey, I'm a producer. You need to talk about this on the show. I'm like, deal? We'll, we'll do it. I mean, yeah. you're a producer of mm-hmm. the show, so absolutely. Yeah, we do do it. So we want to wish, these guys are all 20 bucks a month, by the way. So thank you very much to AccentDoors.co. Spencer, if you want the free advertising to end, check your messages. I did check your message, and I told you where to message me. Spencer at RadioRoman.com. All right. They, then, they, they, then it's on them, right? Yes. He's, a, he's a real active sales Accent guy. AccentDoors.co. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm patron messages. I'm never in the patron messages. <laughs> it's and Andre's mom, by the way. Yes, Accent it is. Jordan. It is Andre's yes. mom, and we do love her. Yes. Actually, that yeah, one was indeed Tim. Indeed, we do. That one was Tim. Oh, that actually is Tim. That, oh, and again, oh, yeah. remember, we... Tim has my phone number, my email address, my Facebook, my Instagram. You have my yeah, home address, Tim. About. Stop by. I'll make you some ribs. He, he really will. His ribs are good. No, he, he will. Uh, let's see. Andre Peterson. Uh, Angel. Hi, Angel. Let's see. Angela Jensen. Angela Jensen. Uh, it, it always like I'm always excited to see Angela Jensen when she likes any of my stuff Aww. on social media, but I never actually talk to her. So Angela Jensen, let us know that you're good. We hey, please. yeah, do it. In fact, hey, Angela. this show hey. is dedicated to you, Angela Jensen. Hey, Angela! Jensen gets a show dedicated to her. Uh, and right next to Angela Jensen is Ash Short, Fat, and So Damn Sexy Jenkins. Damn right. Uh, yeah. And he is. Uh, Aunt Sid and Captain Rudebeard, good to see you guys. Uh, Becky Starr, Chaz Hill. Thank you so much, Chaz Hill, Chaz Hip. Uh, Easton EJ Walker on YouTube and Natalie Bingham. Thanks, mm, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Eric A and Cassandra A. Is it Cassandra or Cassandra? I don't know. Ooh, Tomato Cassandra. <laughs> Depends. Cassandra. Let's go with tacos? Cassandra because Cassandra. it sounds it sounds more sixties. Uh, Cassandra A. Olszewski. Uh, thank you guys, Jay Lavar Smith. Oh. Wieners and Franks and Franks and Wieners. Can I just tell you guys uh, behind, behind the scenes of Ronan, you do that voice like thirty-seven times a day when yeah. the mics aren't on, and oh, yeah. it's my favorite. Like, oh. we're, we're eating breakfast, like oh eggs. Can I make That's a confession? How oh. some eggs? <laughs> Every time you do that voice and you say the Franks yep. and Wieners and Wieners and Franks, yes. I want a can of Beanie Weenies. It has been <laughs> forever since I've had a can of Beanie no, it's Weenies. What it does. That wow. is the legend. That is the legendary voice of Doug Wright. And no matter what I say, because that voice is just so sincere, it's just dripping with sincerity and the spirit, and <laughs> and, and it makes you want stuff. And the spirit. Uh, it makes you want stuff. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to have Beanie Weenies tomorrow. Beanie oh. Weenies. I haven't thought of those in ages. Freezer. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, fun I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like a guest. I don't know what's here. going on. Yeah. Uh, Jared Holmgren, Jeff Baird of Baird Manor. Hey, Jeff. Uh, the lovely Jennifer Stoddard and her camera. Uh, Jennifer yeah. Kilkowski, Jeremy, Big Sexy Adams, yeah. Justy, and Courtney Bolander. Happy oh, birthday. Oh, oh, Justin Hatzis, Carl Parkinson, Corey Richens, Christine Davidson, Lady Terry and Finley, uh, who I think their daughter Annika was in a parade recently. Oh, cool. It was very fun. It was pretty cool. Uh, Lynn Lynn Wilson's Piccolo Pete. (laughs) 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 Is that someone's actual name? Lynn Wilson's Piccolo Pete. Do they have the on there? I can't wait to show Dee my Piccolo Pete. (laughs) My lovely wife, Dee. Uh, let's see, Marcos Lopez from the Life Tech and Sundry podcast and YouTube up there in New York. Uh, let's see, Matt Roylance of Creative Router and Design, Max, MF Power, uh, Mikey Hales, Nameless Henchman, Nathan Brown, Ninth Myers, yeah. Uncle Jerry. Uh, Philip Nielsen, yeah, Uncle Jerry, uh, oh. Rocky Mountain, oh, Philip Nielsen, let's not forget him, uh, Rocky Mountain Collision and Auto Painting in Pleasant Grove. Yeah. You need to get your car painted? Rocky Mountain Collision and Auto Painting in Pleasant Grove. Sean 
Elman, who has a very bad sunburn. Uh, Shrink and Ink, Snooty and Slackjaw's restaurant review as heard right here on the Radio Rona Network. It's amazing. Show. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a great show. It is a great show. Uh, Sophie V, thank you. Why, what are you doing, Soph? Uh, the <laughs> the uh, international Mexican of mystery and his brilliant Bond girl, Patrick. And Alicia Rhodes. <laughs> Ooh, so I like the update. I would so watch good. that movie. Yeah, Patrick. Patrick is a Mexican, not a Mexican. That's a, it's a, what is that? Desperado? Is that is Desperado? It? I can't remember what yeah, movie that's yeah. from. I just thought she was creative. Yeah. The international Mexican of mystery and his brilliant Bond girl, Patrick and Alicia Rhodes. Uh, Tiffany Conrad and Tracy Wilson. Boom. That's a sexy ass list. That right is there. a sexy yeah. ass that's list. A, wow. That's a sexy group of people. Yeah. Right Thank you so much to all of you for supporting the show and for everything you do to make this dream possible. Of course, our dream is to make this a job for us. And yep. we're working yeah. very, very hard at it. Um, and uh, and thank you. I mean, really, that's all you can say. I mean, in all honesty, thank you very we much. We love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, speaking of jobs, we did a Chunga poll a couple of days ago about work. <laughs> do you remember yes. this? What do you, yes. what do you, uh, what do you, what's most important to you about your job? I think was what the Chunga poll was. Right? Many, many uh-huh. what's most It was on this whole uh, great resignation thing where people are just, they're just fed up. They're just wanting to change. You know, they're no. I, I, yeah, I've, yes, Spencer. Can you guys hear that? Oh, yes. Oh, is that fireworks? Fireworks. Fireworks. It's, it's the 6th of July. <laughs> Where's Lee? Yep. Lee Greenwood. We need Lee. Lee. I'm proud to be. So, uh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. It's pretty loud. Oh God, I, love, I love Hooper, man. Some, we some, should just, some crazy lady tried to kick my car the last time I was driving. She tried to spin. kick your car. Yeah, some tweaker. She looked like a zombie. Oh, she, tried yeah. to kick, she tried to kick the Camaro. That was, was Roy. Like, wow. That was Roy. Was that right? Nah, that was Roy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Close enough. Right. So, so anyway, the Chunga Poll shout outs. Um, he, here's the deal. We uh, the uh, the Chunga Poll, like I said, was what matters most to you about your job. And I was really, really surprised about how varied the answers were. Oh yeah. I really thought it was going to be it was going to be all like working from home, or mm. it was going to be money. And, and they were all over the place. They were all over they the were, place. Yeah. Like even as Cindy Bradshaw says, I love the flexibility I have. I work in the office and I spend a lot of time working uh, with store teams out in our stores. So I'm guessing she, some sort of relation. Going from relation store to thing. store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also need to know what I feel like matters. I'm lucky because I have both where I work. And for me, that's that's definitely something that uh, along with being creative, I need to know like, okay, what I'm doing is like doing something good in the world. Oh, yeah, what yeah, I do yeah. matters. So having that like validation, that, that helps a ton. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. Well, and and Allison, uh, I should say, Allison Fairbanks Gall, she yes, she right. actually said, I work for a mortgage company and I never will leave my job. Once a month, we go into the office. The team um, I work with is, is the most go-getter, happy bunch of girls I've ever been with. Plus, last two weeks of the month, unlimited OT plus bonuses and free food and I w- never will leave. Plus, working from home is quite nice, especially on downtime when I can clean my place. The flexibility, Just though. Like the flexibility schedule. Sure. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so here, uh, Ash Jenkins says, I work in hospitals all over the country. I really enjoy my job because my job is very rare. And people come to me to answer questions because they think I am knowledgeable. Boy, do I have them fooled. <laughs> That's nice. such an Ash answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't nice. read that. That's so good. And he's got a good base. Yeah. I know the feeling. <laughs> so Nathan Davis says, that's a hard one. As a truck driver, there's a balance from pay and free swag. 
I have worked for a company that gave uh, that gave away all all kind of free all kinds of free crap, but didn't pay the best. And the companies that's paid more didn't do anything for the drivers. The other big one for me is equipment, and I don't want to drive something that is always breaking down. So yeah, yeah this, I can, it's, I can, uh, if you're a truck little. driver, I can imagine that. Yeah. Well, and it's it really is about those little tiny perks. Well, can I read oh, one? Absolutely. Yeah, yes, of course. Spencer. Yeah, by all means. I love this one. This is by G Commenter or G Commenter, something like that on Reddit? Reddit, Reddit. Reddit. It says, uh-huh. "Being my own boss, I have done both, and I would hate to go back to working for someone again. I make my own hours." I don't really have to deal with anyone, and I can work on my PJs. My wife's work from home too, and she can sit right next to me. No, we do not annoy each other, and murder is never on our minds. We do our work, listen to the Ronin, and when the Ronin is over, we throw in a book using Ronin's Audible Access. Hey, hey nice. Hey. Right. Hey. See, I'm That's all great. for this. That's I'm awesome. That, that one's great. That's great. Well uh, done. Uh, Jordan Peterson says, aside from compensation, culture is a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in accounting slash finance. My favorite job was with a company that had great culture. We made audio equipment and had some amazing events. Each month, we had an all-hands meeting that started with uh, bands made up of a bunch of engineers. In the summer, we had a battle of the bands, and Halloween was a huge deal. We turned the entire office into a spook alley. Things like that maybe want to say even when the work was actually really tough nice so a culture nice. is okay yeah all right so yeah i mean you get the idea right these there this one's a little bit longer the the answers are all longer right and i'd recommend everybody go check them out there a lot of them are at our brand new ronin fam facebook group uh that you can go and join right now you have to request access and i've been letting people in all i've been the guy who didn't want to redo the group i've been letting people in all day long <laughs> with all the, the fake profile a lot of pictures people joining yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. people are coming in. I love I um, loved it. So, ego my uh, ego we've from got a, Nigeria is not a real person, Chunga. <laughs> He's gonna give me money. <laughs> so we've got uh we've got the Reddit group, we've got the Facebook group. You can even go to like our own Facebook pages yeah, or Instagram if you want to do that too. You're more than welcome to do that. So thanks everybody. We'll have another we'll have another chunga poll on Saturday's show. Yes. Or what, what right. is that? Monday show. Monday show, yeah. yeah. I always say Saturday because that's when we do it. On Monday show. Sorry about that. Um okay, so we have tons and tons and tons of uh, like movie and TV. I mean, we talked about some of it with the Peacock thing, but that was that was largely just Spencer guessing. <laughs> Although I think he's probably, I think he's onto something. I mean, when you keep losing billions of dollars every it's quarter. It's an educated I mean, guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. huge. Um, if you're a fan uh, like I am, I, I'm a big fan of, of horror movies. I love horror movies. I love slasher films. Mm-hmm. I love, I love all of them. Uh, the cast of, uh, I believe it's Day of the Dead. Yes. yes, is yes, reuniting. Day it's Day of the Dead, and they're reuniting to make uh, Night of the Living Dead two, <laughs> which is wow. So, so, cool. I'm, so okay, so here's the way this works. I don't know. George A. Romero is the guy who built the zombie craze as we know it today, right? And it all started with Night of the Living Dead. That was the first one, and mm-hmm. they all kind of all of the sequels kind of pick up where the other one left off. Mm-hmm. So you had. Night of the Living Dead, then you had Dawn of the Dead, then you had Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. and then you had Return of the Dead, or Return of the Living Dead, and then yes. you had, and so it and just remakes had, of all those kind of in between. Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. and then, it, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I don't know how this is really gonna work, because I guess it's the guys that survived the first, the first night, and then made it through the day, and now they're going into the next night, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. 
This is I, the, they're coming to get you, Barbara. That, yeah, that's, 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 that's this one, That's the right? classic. They're yes. coming to get you, Barbara. I love that But one. I don't know if it's the 60s cast or if it's the 1993 cast. I hope it's the 1993 cast. I think it's the 60s cast. cast. They look ah. old in the promo. Oh, do you think, is it really? Yeah. Let me double check, but they're, I'm pretty sure it's the 60s cast. Let's take a minute, even if we have it, to do an edit. Pull, pull it up really quick, Spencer, and, yeah, we'll, and we'll stall it for looks a second. Like, it looked like Cocoon, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah, but even <laughs> the 1993 cast, I mean, they were all older. You it's know what the I mean? Except for the, the one girl. Oh, it's oh, the original okay. cast from yeah, the 60s. The, the article says the original cast. Um, so yeah, this okay. is additional version short TV. I wonder if that's going to throw a lot of people off. Because it's from I the Romero classic sequel, yes. mm-hmm. Day of the Dead. Star Lloyd okay, Cardell, so, Terry Alexander, and Jarleth Conroy. Huh. So Day of the Dead. When when was Day of the Dead? It was probably early seventies. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, a good friend. Some of you. Some of you. Well, a lot of you know this guy. His name's Brian Peck. There was a guy that I worked with named Brian Peck in the movie Forever Strong. Mm-hmm. So Brian Peck. <clears throat> when you go watch Forever Strong, he's the other sportscaster that I that oh, he and I yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and the the role of the sports it was an interesting role for Forever Strong because you're basically the narrator for a big chunk of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a weird role because you you do um you do a ton of acting and and honestly Brian and I had tons and tons and tons of lines. We had more lines than a lot of the characters had. But it was kind of a weird part because you don't really do like quote unquote acting. You're just kind of narrating the scene. You know what I mean? But that's acting. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, but yeah. it is very acting. much acting. Yeah. And Brian Voice and I acting. talked about that. <laughs> Brian Peck and I talked about that, and he was like, "No, it's a very serious role. It's a very big role to do this." And I didn't know Brian when we first did this when we first started filming, but we spent a lot of time together. In fact, we had to do reshoots. So Brian and I shot in July, and then after the cast and crew had all gone home from Forever Strong, they had to bring us back in November to the same high school. Oh wow! And it was literally at like two in the morning on the same football field, and it was snowing outside. Wow. And the cast is long. They've been gone for months, but we had to reshoot some of those scenes. They're back so they in had Malibu. to put fake Tanner on us and the whole thing. It was really fun. I really enjoyed working with him, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because I didn't realize that Brian Peck at the time is this legendary acting coach and horror film actor. Wait, really? So Brian really? Peck huh. was Britney Spears' acting coach. He was also Christina Aguilera's acting coach. Huh. He also worked with Drake Bell and Amanda Bynes. Basically, every kid that's totally screwed up in Hollywood. Brian was the guy who who taught them, who brought them into the industry and taught them. Uh-huh. But but he was also one of the original cast members of Return of the Living Dead. I think that's the right one. Return of the Dead or Return of the Living Dead? Now I need to look it up. Dang it! Face it sounds ID. like the land before time for zombies, man. I've never seen. <laughs> so, I've never seen. I've never seen one of the movies. So, yeah, you Return, seen any of, these? Return of the Living Dead. I don't uh, okay. do well. I don't do well with horror movies. Yeah, Return of the Living so Dead. So if you. Yeah, so if you if you look, Brian Peck is the punker with the mohawk. He's in the entire movie. Oh. He's a, he's a, he's a punk. He's a punk, and he's got a mohawk, and he looks amazing. And I watched uh, Return of the Living Dead after I had met Brian without even knowing. Oh, that's so cool. I watched it. They called him. I'm like, hey. What the hell? And he goes, oh, yeah, man, I'm in all the horror movies. So I went back and looked at his resume. He's in, like, all of these things. Oh, sick. So know that nice little little Brian Peck in huh. the nice uh, Forever Strong Mormon flick 
is uh, is in Night of the Living Dead with a girl who is naked the entire film. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, yes. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited. I'm actually pretty excited about uh, about this. I don't know what it is. I, I I guess we are people sick of zombies. Are they sick of zombies yet? Uh, I think they were, and then Army of the Dead came out, and it's like. I don't know. I think there's a, a little bit of How did that do, a, though? How did that do? We loved it, but did it do it well? It was the number one uh, movie in Netflix history. Oh, really? Really? Oh, yeah. It, it was absolutely massive. Yeah. yeah. But, it made a ton of money. But was it was it more so because everybody loves zombies, or was it because of the whole Vegas dynamic? Because for me, oh, I, I love the Vegas part. Or Zack Snyder. Yeah. Oh, that, would be that too, I yeah. guess. Yeah. There's that. I'd say column A, column B, column C. Yeah. Okay. Which I think it was a little bit of everything. You know, none of that movie was filmed in Vegas, just so you know. None of it. Yeah. Not a single, not a single frame of film. Way it was all done in Atlantic City oh. and on a soundstage. All Way done on Zack Snyder's driveway with an iPhone. <laughs> with an iPhone, yes, I tell you. Actually, some of it was. <laughs> some of it do, was. Do people know that? That some of the Tig Notaro, because she replaced a guy, the helicopter pilot in Army of the Dead, she's a stand-up comic, Tig Notaro, who is amazing. We've talked about her a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tig, some of those, some of those things that she did were actually filmed on a on a green screen in Zack Snyder's driveway to get the lighting right. Yeah, and yeah. parts of Justice League were, were done the same way because of COVID. Yeah. Zack Snyder's like, I'm going to put up a Skype call and we're just going to do this thing. And, yep. and look what he did. Yep. amazing. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, speaking of, uh, I, I'm excited because the fourth is over. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're talking about scary movies because we're do, getting do we to that time of year. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Spencer. Yeah. Um, I don't think we know when this is coming out. It's just like it barely broke right before the show. So it may not be until like next year or something. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I, I don't see anything. Uh, let me see if I can yet. find anything, but I don't think it said exactly when it would be dropping. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm seeing really anything. I'm really excited. Uh, I didn't see anything. I know either. Panda. I know Panda's probably really excited about this, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, yeah. He would be one of the people that's really excited. Oh, about yeah. This. The, uh, the the Night of the Living Dead 2, a sequel. The Night of the Living Dead. So, so cool. So, um, all right. So, anyway, uh, speaking of horror, there's a... Uh, it it kind of reminded me of Stranger Things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched this Fear Street. 1994 oh, oh, is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, the first one came out. Yeah, uh-huh. Fear Street 1994 is what it's called. And uh-huh. they're actually going to be three films, and they're going to come out in short succession from one another. So the first one is Fear Street 1994, then it's Fear Street 1978, and then it's Fear Street 1666. Yeah. Is which I said on the last episode that they go forward. No, they actually go backwards, which we just learned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, oh. I, I don't know. I, I There's a lot I don't understand, but they basically take um, every slasher horror stereotype and they similar to what they did with scream how they took slasher stereotypes and they made it into an exciting movie Mm -hmm. Uh, they did that with this one it was actually really really good Uh, i highly recommend it but there was a problem that i had with it okay Mm -hmm. i I actually had a real problem with it okay like a big Um, one and yeah it's it's a big it's a moral problem and i usually don't have that with movies Really? I, I really don't have that with movies. Okay. I actually had a really big problem with this, and I would I would actually recommend that young kids don't watch it. Oh, de- yeah. It's super uh, gory. I would, I would, it's, it's, yeah. But a lot of times, even, you know, I'm, I'm saying like anybody under 21, I would say probably don't. Maybe under 18, but, but really under 21, I would say don't watch it. And it's not because really? of gore. Yeah. This is, maybe it's just me getting old, man. Maybe it's just me getting uh, this old. Is, yeah. 
I'm actually a little caught off guard because I've never heard you say anything like this. Same. No, no we watched I'm it very, and, you, and you loved it and you didn't mention did this at it. all. No, like, I did love it, but I did have a problem with something. I'm going to say it, it's obviously not the gore because well, a couple weeks ago, back in May, we watched Mortal Kombat and you're out. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Everybody should see this. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. The gore, the gore in it is great. Oh, it's, it, it's, it's awesome. It's really fun. Yeah. It's everything that you would want in a slasher movie. Uh, here's the problem that I had with this movie. Uh -huh. um, for decades and for full generations, um, we have tried to make drugs a thing that you just don't want to get yourself involved with. Oh. Drugs, drugs mm -hmm. are something that's you know going all the way back to Nancy Reagan and just say no. Mm -hmm. Think about the money and think about the social awareness and think about the work that has had to be done to make drugs something that are just simply not acceptable. Yeah, mm -hmm. and even with that, it's still a battle, right? Even mm -hmm. with that, it's still a battle. But in this movie. They have these kids that are all in high school. The valedictorian is is the biggest drug dealer in the school. Mm -hmm. And it's, huh. it would be one thing if it's like 21 Jump Street where, you know, they remade 21 Jump Street and they have the drug thing in the high school and it's, it's for comedic value. Mm -hmm. It's not for comedic value here. It's, um, I, I don't, I, I don't want to spoil the movie. Yeah. But drug use is a heavy, heavy, heavy part of the plot of this particular film yeah no that, that's okay. a good way to put it because if you explain why then the, then the whole thing's spoiled but it's yeah this is not something that should be glorified and i thought it was a weird choice i thought it was a very weird choice where it was like um why are they doing this like why are they making the conscious choice to make drugs uh, you know like heavy drug use at the forefront of the plot of this film I don't understand it. I don't want to get all preachy and all churchy and all, uh, you know, get up on some sort of moral high horse. It's still a great movie. It's still a fun movie to watch. You can still do it. Yeah. Yes, Spencer. Get on your high horse. Get on your soapbox. I'd like to bear my testimony that I know that Chunga is right. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Uh, like, it's like, I know it's like, wow, you know, way to take a stance there, Chunga. Drugs are bad. <laughs> But, but it is one of those things where I think a lot of people are going to go in and they're going to watch Fear Street and mm -hmm. they're going to take a look at it and they're going to go, wow, this was, uh, I, I was not surprised, I, I, or I, I was not expecting this. I am surprised by yeah. this. Yeah. That the the the, uh, the drug use is as prevalent as it is. Yeah. Uh, would the drug use in it, would it tell, as an adult, if you're an adult watching this, would I say don't watch it because of it? No. I mean, yeah, you get, yeah, you get it. I, I mean, mm -hmm. just when you have young, impressionable kids, I know a lot of parents, they have absolutely no proclivities to letting them watch a horror movie that's full of gore. Uh, I was one of those kids. I was you know, 12, 13 years old watching the goriest things you could watch, and I loved every minute of it. I watched them with my mom, mm -hmm. you know, so it's just not that big of a deal. But this particular one, uh, I just, I'd, I'd use uh, some extra parental discretion. How's that? Yeah. Does, yeah. that? does that make me preachy? Am I too preachy? No, no I think no. that's fine. Amen. I mean, it's, it's very much in there, and then it's it's also extremely gory, and so that, you know, just keep in mind with it, but overall, it's it's just a fun, you know, just fun kind it's of a slasher great horror movie. It's really fun. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the other ones, because it's, it's going to be a, a total different twist. I think they're coming out, what, next week? Uh, yeah, the I second don't know. One? Yeah, 1978. Yeah. 78. Yeah. Which and I'll is, definitely watch it. Yeah. But anyways, I'm all the way ready for Halloween. Uh, it, it can't very, get very soon enough. Uh, second yeah. Spencer rant. How do you guys have <laughs> yes. the time to watch these movies when I've been telling you for a year now to oh, watch no. Coco? Oh, no. <laughs> one year. Actually, it is a Halloween-themed right, well. show. 
hold on a second. <laughs> it was Fourth of July holiday. We couldn't get to the Fourth of July thing. So we we uh, we watched that one and we watched the Avengers. You guys, I worked like a hundred and ninety. <laughs> you watched Avengers before I, you watched Coco. You're gonna have an aneurysm there, bud. I felt I felt an obligation, Spencer. I'm gonna get to it. I promise. Uh, I felt an obligation in. to to do this for our listeners to watch uh, Avengers. So we have started watching. The Avengers timeline. No. Yeah. Uh, Marvel. Hard suck. I am sure every one of our <laughs> listeners would agree with me. You need to watch Coco before you watch The Avengers. I love Marvel Coco movies. Before the Avengers. I love comics. You need to watch Coco. Make time for Coco. Well, Have some hot Coco while the, watching Coco. <laughs> by, by, uh, by, by, you know, my review of the first Avengers, I, I would have rather watched Coco. <laughs> you should have watched Coco. <laughs> Um, everybody's like, I, I love that I put I put it on my Facebook, and I was like, okay, this is a thing. I'm gonna start this, and uh, like almost every single comment was like, hey, 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 take it for what it is, take it for <laughs> what it is. Like everybody's acknowledging, <laughs> like every single person that was commenting is like, it's shit. We know it's shit. <laughs> Just watch it, enjoy it. I think it's because they know you, and they're like, he's gonna hate well, this. Listen, I, can I tell you, I did watch it, and I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really liked it. I did it. too. I yeah, had so a really good time it. with it. Yeah, so you're I loved following it. the timeline. Is that is that what you're I started, doing? I, just, well, I started with the first of Chandler and Shannon and I. We started with the first Avengers because we want to kind of understand what's going on with Avengers Campus. We want to know what's happening at DCA, and we don't really, you know, we don't know any of it. And yeah. so uh, I remember I had seen Avengers. I, I think I watched like half of it and then got annoyed and left. I think I walked out of the theater actually annoyed. <laughs> Uh, when yeah. it came out, and I think uh, I saw it with my 11th grade high school class. Like it was, yeah, a, long it was a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, wow. So I, I didn't remember a thing. So here's my review of Avengers. <laughs> Don't do the drugs. First, and here's the first Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moral problem. No, no, oh, no. Um, oh no. The drug use. <laughs> oh no. You know what? There was only there was really only one. There was there was really only one part that was really just something that i just couldn't get past and that's and that's it <laughs> yeah. the rest mm -hmm. of it i loved but it's just the the whole uh, mark ruffalo hulk thing he's an out of control maniac he's an out of control maniac scarlett johansson is terrified of him loki's planned him to, Lo to, to go crazy to, the base. Go, to go crazy and this is all part of loki's big grand design and then finally he's out they're on the streets of new york and they're like hey what do we have to do to get you angry and he's like i'm always angry <laughs> And I was like, what the hell? Would, what is this? Chunga? And then he magically has control over and, his And balance, he has control over even this? Even though he couldn't for a year? I'm sorry. You were in a big, massive ship that was crashing, and you couldn't control it. And now, all of a sudden, you can control it. Chunga, welcome to yes. the Marvel fandom. We've been making fun of that moment for 11 years. Oh, oh have you really? really? Oh, oh yeah, so this is something meme. that Marvel fans make fun of. It's a meme? All the time. It is a meme. Oh, I do. I didn't remember that part. No, I, I don't remember that. Thought. I don't think I was there the last time when, <laughs> when that happened. I'd already given up. Uh, but I was watching that and I just I ran out of eye rolls like in like 10 seconds. I just couldn't. I could <laughs> not believe it's that. Classic part Joss it. Whedon. You know what I mean? I, I mean it was just yeah. like, OK, we just I remember I interviewed the legendary Joel Silver back in the day. Joel Silver, who made the house on Haunted Hill. He made Die Hard. Joel Silver. Die Hard is renowned. It is actually considered by the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, as the most perfect screenplay ever written. Ever. It's true. Die Hard. Yeah. Really? The most technically mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah. 
the most technically perfect screenplay ever written is Die Hard. Uh, if you're a screenwriter, people study it when you're in college. They study Die Hard as the most perfectly written screenplay. So Joel Silver told me one time I had him on the show, we were talking about Die Hard. We're having this conversation and we were talking about The House on Haunted Hill and how terrible the ending of The House on Haunted Hill, Ghost Chris Kattan lets he, he everybody out. Lever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And Joel Silver's like, what do you want? We got there five bucks already. It's time to end the movie. So he came flat out said that. <laughs> he said, I don't know what you're expecting. It's a stupid horror movie. We already took their five bucks. Ended already. <laughs> Everybody had fun. <laughs> and, and so yeah. movie producer Joel Silver came out, and I got a little taste of what their logic was, right? That's all I saw in that Hulk scene. They've got their, we've got their 850, <laughs> whatever, in the movie already. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk and he can control it. Whatever. And that's what I saw. Yeah. Just wait till uh, you yeah. get to Age of Ultron and the romance with the Hulk. Oh, boy. I can only <laughs> imagine. They have, a they have a romance. There's a Hulk romance. There's a Hulk oh, romance. there's a love story. There's oh, a, a Hulk. Hulk has a love story? Oh, yeah. Is it like a female Hulk? Nope. No. No. I don't I'll know if I can do this. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you off the air. You'll probably find that. Yeah, on I don't know peacock. if I can do this. <laughs> this is like, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I, we were watching it. And I'm like, I was expecting like really bad dad jokes, and there was a couple here and there. I was like, oh, it wait, wasn't. It wasn't bad. This is kind of fun. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm actually yeah. excited for the other ones. We'll see. I, I we'll see how they watch them. I had it. I, I actually had a really good time with it. I, I would have absolutely no problem watching it again. No, no, it was fun. Uh, it was fun. So look at us. Here's well, my I'm, next question, though. Yeah, I have to watch the next Avengers. What's the next one after the first one? It's so, Ultron, right? It's Age of Ultron. But you're supposed yeah. to uh, technically watch a couple movies in between the first Avengers and Age of Ultron. Which which ones are those? Uh, um, I'd have to double check, but I do <laughs> I believe he doesn't know. You, you're I, the nerd here. You should tell us because I, is, I, well, here's I think thing. I need I think to get Disney on this. Plus, I think I'm Disney Plus remember. has the timeline of how you're have to of how you're supposed to watch oh, wait, the, yeah. no, they do. the MCU. Yeah, I think you're oh, supposed yeah. to watch yeah. Thor: Dark World, which honestly you can skip. Um, I have no interest in Thor. Yeah, no. you, you like probably Thor. skip that one. Okay, and then is it Iron Man three? I don't think it's Iron Man three. Oh, dude, oh. come on, man! Don't oh. don't do that to me. <laughs> just, I think that's after Age of Ultron. So, anyway. so Age of Ultron is the next Avengers that I have to watch. Yeah, that's the next Avengers. Hmm. Okay. And I've heard that's the worst <clears throat> one. So we can we can power through that. Because they were talking about how Loki had been to Earth before and how he yeah. caused a bunch of problems. And so I haven't. I obviously didn't understand any of that. When I watched, I think that was from the first Thor, but that was from yeah. which came out before the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. We're, actually, okay. he didn't really cause a bunch of problems the first Thor movie because they went to New Mexico. They destroyed a town in New Mexico. <laughs> right. right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Spencer, bunch of problems. Come on, much, like, much love to our friends in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they, they blew up a shell station. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so everybody knows I watched Avengers now, and, and newsflash, we didn't hate it. We actually quite liked it, it and fun. had a good time. Yeah. We really did have fun with it. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So listen, we've got a bunch of Disney stuff. We've got all kinds of Disney stuff. But first, before we before we do that, let's thank our goblins. These guys are paying, oh. and you get this. If you're new to this show, if you're coming, we've, we've talked to a lot of new uh, folks here in Nevada that are checking this out. 
Um, welcome, first of all. These guys, so that you know, they're all paying a minimum. They're investing a minimum of $50 a month <laughs> yeah. uh, to make this possible. And uh, we could not be more grateful. I know. So cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. The uh, the Radio Rona goblins are. So starting us off, we have Amy Davis, Ben Pearson of Pearson Remodeling. I am for sure bitter about the jazz loss. Nonetheless, I'm uh, still the biggest jazz fan. Yeah, he's hanging Thanks, on to that one. Hey, I'm, gonna I'm, I'm the same way with the Knights, man. All right. Uh, Brian Miller, Cam, and Alexa Bingham, uh, Deeper Aesthetics, Her Royal Highness, Jessica Terry, uh, Jennifer Grant, Kosher, and Halal, one, two, hashtag Free Britney. There, there's a whole lot and there. Still. There's a lot going on yeah. there. She hired the people and now she wants to quit. And yeah, sorry, yep. Brittany. Kosher uh, Mike and Find somebody less toxic. <laughs> oh. oh, dad joke oh. right there, man. Okay. Thank uh, you. Mike and Angela Wilding. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, the killer DM Johnson. Sith Lord Dark Drake. Yes. I'm, um, I want him to be a Jedi. Yeah. Taylor Casper. And then uh, headed to our super goblins, we have Natalie Croft at 5010. Thank you, Natalie. Ooh. At 5050, we have Animal and the Rickening and the Warrior Within podcast by Lord KP. Thank yeah, you, good yeah. sir. Yeah. Uh, at $51 a month, we have Lord Snarvingham, Lady Snarvingham, and Squire Physic. 5111, we have Marta Lord. Marta! Marta! By the way, Marta Lord sent me a very nice letter that I need to share with you guys. What? Oh. Yeah. And yes, I called a direct message a letter. <laughs> it was sent by pigeon. She, she messaged me something very <laughs> nice. Grandpa. At 5115, we have Tori Larson. 5150, we have the American badass himself, Lane Hilton. Yeah, thank you, Lane. Right. No one listened to you, Lane. I'm Nobody sorry. Nobody listened to you, Lane. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <Burned> down <laughs> Leverkin. At <laughs> 5151, we have Matthew. $52 a month. Darren Phillips, Semper Fi Marine. Uh, at 5222, we have Messer, Jedi, Brent, and Chris the Brit, too. That's right. A two to two to two to two to two <laughs> at 5432, oh. omniscient, omnipotent, Denise Godzilla, Hunsaker, uh, the, the flatulent. Taco! Fl yep. Is it flatulent or is it It looks like flatulent to me. It's I don't know. Omniscient, uh, omnipotent, flatulent. What? Listen, no. Godzilla. No. You're screwing this up. <laughs> all knowing, all seeing. None of us flatulent. went to college we're except all, Josh. We're all illiterate. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm rubbing off I went to college for six years and have no degree. Uh, I'm no dummy. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I have never, got, I've never stepped into college. I paid for six years of college <laughs> and have no degree. Oh, that's awesome. At $55 a month, we have Dave Kelly, 5513. The East Sisters, which is Liz and Steph. Thank you, ladies. Uh, uh, at 5555, St. Shannon West, 56, 7, 5, 6, 7, 8. Yeah. Cindy Cronabash. Yeah. And her eight. awesome husband, Rory. Yeah, shout out to Rory, who won a bunch of money when he was down here. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, Pretty really. Fun, guys. Uh, let's see here. 5680. This show is sponsored in part with a grant from the E.J. Newland Foundation. Oh, E.J. <laughs> Newland and his Google-eyed ball sling. <laughs> oh. I now have a mental image I never wanted. Franks and beans. Franks and beans. Where's the bleach? That's a whole different meaning now. Yeah. Uh, 57.77. Uh, the, the coolest guy ever. That, that's just his new nickname. Yep. Kim Kruger. We love yeah. you. Kim Kruger, the golden voice of Radio Ronin. Uh, and that's sexy hair. 
sexy hair at $60 a month and Chandler Prince of Goblins. Yep. At $60.07, Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental and Chunka's second favorite dentist. Yeah. That's not true, Which Steve. I, you know, I don't I don't know there, Steve. Well, you, you, we'll, we'll see. You got us to watch Marvel. <laughs> That's true. Think about <laughs> how many true. people have tried. <laughs> that is true. At $60.15, a penny for you, a penny for you, a penny for you, and a penny for you. Woo. I'm convinced he's I just thinking around, around his sofa and we get what no, the sofa no, changes. Hey, yeah, yeah, there, we'll there take you go. It. At $65 a month, we have Dude Rocks at $71.50. Accentdoors.co for your, all your door trim needs. Approved yep. by Dim Hemingway. So thank you yes. to thank you to uh, Andre's mom. <laughs> thank you to Guy Stones. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know who the hell a penny for you is. <laughs> I have no idea. Andre's mom, 80- we love you. You're awesome. Thank you so much for all that you do. Tim, you have my freaking phone number. Shoot me a text message. Give me a call. I'm, listen, listen, I'm just putting it out there. I challenge you. I challenge you, AccentDoors.co. I challenge you to become a sponsor. Do you, know, do you know what I challenge? Spencer challenge. to be proactive and just send them a I'm message. You know, to, to Come just on, send Spencer. him a message, Spencer. It's a matter of yeah. principle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> At $80 a month, we have Panda, Butterscotch Panda. Yeah, Butterscotch Panda. An awesome episode of Greg's Guide today. I listened to it. There's Brian Setzer in it. You need oh. to check it out. Listen, can I, can I actually, I, you know, I want to put a plug out for this. Um, this show is a show that I personally never miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Greg's Guide to New Music, and we talk to people all the time that are music fans. If you're not checking out this show, please do so. Um, it's it is uh, it's one of my favorite shows that I listen to. I love it, and Panda has forgotten more about music than most of us will ever know. Uh-huh. So everybody, go watch this show if you're so inclined. He does have a Patreon account. You yeah, can, you can become a Patreon of Pandas too, and support that show just the same. I think he, I love that show. Yeah, he does like the same music history every day on his Patreon, and he every released day. Uh, yes. the, the Fourth of July. Actually, he released that day on his normal feed, so you can go check it out and kind of get a taste of what what his this Patreon's day in music like. history is awesome. Yeah, and he, he does never, it every single day. He never stops. He never sleeps. The man never, never sleeps. misses yeah. a day. <laughs> okay, but, uh, picking back here, Pierre, we have John at $100 a month. John, yeah, John Kennedy, dude, who dude. dropped his last name because I'm guessing he doesn't want us making Kennedy jokes anymore. That's fair. I'm guessing yeah. I don't blame him. I yeah, wouldn't. That's, that's fair. I'm sick of us doing it, too. <laughs> I mean, we shot our <laughs> shot. We didn't miss. No, Josh. No. Ew. I made that Josh, joke like no. six months ago. <laughs> no. Uh, just the girl Jean at 111 at 11. Yeah, the lovely like, Jean Marie Hutchinson. The coolest awesome Instagram family. ever, by the way. Seriously. Yeah. She, I, she's never home. No. Ever. I, I think she's in Montana right now. I, you know, yeah, it's something to do. Huh. Her, her investment's a palindrome. Oh, it is. It's the same forwards as it is backwards. Oh. Oh. And, she's, and she's a genius. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, uh, the evil twin Angela, my evil auntie, and host of the New Day podcast, yep. the evil twin Angela at two hundred and fifty dollars yep. a month. Evil twin of Quentin, love you. Everybody, go to Quentin. Go to Quentin. And then anonymous, you know who you are. Yep. Thank you at three hundred, three hundred dollars a month. It's just a listen. What do you the say? The only thing this person is missing is a cape. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank like you, a, thank like you. Like a chalice. Thank you so super much. Yeah, no, no, not like, a, not like a pimp. Oh. I mean, like a superhero. <laughs> oh. You're thinking like a cape and a chalice. I mean, superheroes don't have a chalice. Yes, they do. Damn, can we, kid. Can we appreciate the generational differences right here? Yeah, seriously. She's like, oh, one generation needs a cape. A cape is a pimp, and the other, it's a superhero. It's a superhero. Why not a superhero pimp? <laughs> I'll tell you something. Meet in the middle. Look, this is no joke. 
This is for reals, you guys. This is for reals. Okay. <laughs> I was in Baker, California. No, Barstow. I was oh, in Barstow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was getting gas and I was buying scratch-offs. And I decided mm -hmm. I, I had a hanker in for some Burger King. <laughs> Nobody so has my, a hanker for Burger King. I, I gassed up. I wanted the Whopper. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, yeah. I, was uh, I wanted it my way. So I got in the car <laughs> and I decided to drive across the street from the gas station in Barstow to the Burger King. Uh -huh. And when I turned into the Burger King and kind of went up a hill, a pimp bolted out of the hedges. <laughs> Bolted. Was he a hedge like pimp? a deer? <laughs> or was it the pimp? Listen, he was wearing. I, I'm not kidding. He was wearing velvet pants that had a silk stripe down the side. Yeah. He was wearing big white boots that had a buckle on the side of each one of the boots. <laughs> he was wearing like a vampire shirt and had a medal, oh. and and he was wearing a big black velvet cape. And he had gigantic glasses on, and he had a cane, and I almost hit him. <laughs> I'm pretty and he sure. Saw me come out. Yes, I'm pretty sure that that is the Burger King mascot that you almost no, no, no. ran over. <laughs> the king. No, I mean he you was described. You just described the king. He he bolted from the hedges. I almost hit him, and then he <laughs> took off running, and he ran across the little the little. Uh, the little entry to the drive-thru across the little tiny lawn that's in front of like every Burger King and then across the exit of the drive-thru and just kept on running for as far as I could see him. <laughs> why, why is there the a mascot. pimp in the hedges? The I don't mascot. Know. <laughs> the mascot. And it was like 170 degrees outside. It was in Baker in the summer. <laughs> you or know what? I'm back with Josh. Yes. I, I don't see why the pimp and superhero can be have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. Great. See, so it's what, yeah. Listen, super this guy was pimp. not super. He was super. He was not super fly. He was not super fly. He was just a pimp. He was a hedge. I think pimp. our like Ed. our Ronin like secret message, like our secret code, like a little orphan Annie message. Yep, yep. It needs to be. There's a pimp in the hedges. There's a pimp in the hedges. <laughs> yeah, and it's like then, then we know it's like yeah. I we know what and, and I said I almost killed that pimp. That's all I said. I almost killed that pimp. Chunga. And I was amazed at how fast he could run in boots. It was either Prince or it was a pimp. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it wasn't Prince. I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure. So it could have been Prince. There's a yep. pimp in the bush, and I almost choked him. Yeah. Ew. I don't know what that means. I agree to it. Oh, yes. I don't know. That is so, awesome. Uh, all right. Well, now we're totally late, and I'm really, really sorry. But it's a, it's for reals. True wow, story. Yeah, I, almost, I almost killed a pimp in Barstow. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> but it was an accident. Uh -huh. That's what happens when they run uh -huh. from the hedges. I love uh, it. We have a ton. Like, we have a ton of Disney news. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. And people are so mad. Can I just tell you? People, yeah. are, people are livid. Um, don't be. Don't be livid about this. So there's a, okay. there's a breaking story I broke today that Disney is going to do this thing called Premier Access. I hate I think this. is what it's called. And oh. Jonathan Herlevy, I need to give a shout out to him. Everybody. He sent this over to us as well. Yeah, Jonathan Herlevy was mad. Spencer's mad. Yes. Everybody's mad about this. So here's what it is if you haven't heard what Premier Access is. So when when Disneyland reopened from the pandemic, uh, when Tokyo did, when all the Disney parks opened from the pandemic, they didn't reinstitute MaxPass or FastPass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what MaxPass is, it's this thing that you can pay for for the day, and it allows you to book, I think, up to three FastPasses at a time, and they're all scheduled in your phone, and then you just go from location to location, and you can use this thing. But you have to pay, I think, $10 a day 
per to, person per yeah. person in mm-hmm. your group to use it okay um, and then you have the traditional fast passes, which you walk up to a kiosk like at Indiana Jones or the Matterhorn or something, and you put your 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 annual pass in, and they spit out a ticket, and the ticket tells you what time you it gives you an hour long window mm-hmm. that you can return, and you get to go to a different line that gets you on the ride faster. And the whole thought process behind this was when they first did fast pass was it's going to shorten the lines. It was the logic, yeah. yeah. I, I, this, this was instituted back when I was working with Disney very heavily. I was, I was spending mm-hmm. a lot of time there working. Um, it was in the, it was in the early '90s. Was doing a ton of work with them and continued to do a ton of work with them into the 2000s. And every time I got to work with them or I got to work with the park brass, you know, the general manager of the park or the Imagineers or anything, I would tell them every time, Fast Pass does not create shorter lines. Fast Pass creates longer lines. People hate it. Mm-hmm. The people who use Fast Pass, basically what they do is they map out a whole strategy. They do the Fast Pass thing or they do it with yeah. Max Pass. Oh, yeah. And I've just never been one of those people. I, I've never been one of those. It's it's more of like a left brain, right brain thing where the left brain people, they plan out their entire day and they, they zip from ride to ride to ride as fast as they can. And they just kind of, I'm one of these Disney wins people. It drives mm-hmm. people nuts. I just want to go where I want to go and I'll get in line and I'll talk to people and I'll just kind of, you know, you do my thing. And I don't really, I, I don't really care if I'm standing. I have as much fun standing in the lines. I'm weird like this, right? I actually enjoy it. I enjoy the lines and the cues and the different see you know the different sets that they build and all yeah. of the yeah. the stuff that they do to make mm. the lines cool. I actually like this. So when they institute like the fast pass for Indy and and for a lot of these rides, they bypass a lot of the coolest stuff. Splash Mountain, a lot of the coolest stuff about the rides. Well, they announced today that they are no longer doing fast passes or max pass. Uh, in Tokyo Disney mm-hmm. and the, and they haven't announced it here in in America yet but everybody knows it's coming right right so everyone's mad that they will no longer be able to do fast pass or max pass instead what they are doing is this thing called premier access and it functions like max pass but you have to pay i think it's you have an option to pay like eight bucks a day or 18 bucks a day depending on what kind of access you want to have mm, oh my it's, gosh it's more expensive so you have yeah. to pay even to use a regular fast pass you, you're going to have to pay so a lot of people are really angry about this i think i'm the weirdo i'm not one of them i'm like great now maybe the lines will actually function the way they're supposed to function <laughs> right, that's <laughs> maybe they'll move the way they're supposed to move because you know huh. damn well nobody's going to pay for this Right. I, I, I'll have to gonna, read up on it because the way I was understanding it is it wasn't per day; it was per ride. Per ride? Per ride? It's like you're going to pay 17 bucks per ride. There's no way. Yeah. There's yeah. N- is that what they're saying? No. Really? Yes. Oh, I it love says it even here. more. <laughs> they can then use the digital service to book an assigned time slot for some attractions and skip the standby line. Prices vary from nine dollars and forty six cents to seventeen seventy four per person per ride depending wow. on the attraction and day of use Boo. wow Boo. so that's a again off. again so this is there's a couple of things here this almost reminds me of the olden days like back in the 50s when you had to pay to get into the park and then you would have to buy a ticket book hey, and you have to have an a yeah. b c d or e ticket yeah and like a c ticket was basically 35 cents and e ticket was like a buck you know, and that was like the premium rides. Like Space Mountain would be an e-ticket, or Indiana Jones would be an e-ticket. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, a lot of people are very angry 
Um, I, I will say this. I do side with you guys in one sense that I do believe that Bob Chapek, who's the current CEO of Disney, and uh, his cronies have all lost their way. I don't think this is going to stick. I think they're already starting to panic a little bit uh, about what's going on. And I have a lot of people asking me every single day about reservations and about all this stuff. And um, this is what I think is happening. I'll tell you, this is what I think is going on. I don't think they have the staff. They, they, they only have half of their staff back. Yeah. And so they're trying to regulate how many people they let into the park based on the amount of staff that they can bring back. I just don't think they're coming hmm. out and saying it. I don't think this is going to be a long-lasting thing, the reservations. I think they're probably going to end up going away. And here's why. Because I think they they didn't quite, because they've lost their way, everybody knows that when they got rid of the annual passes, everyone was really, really angry, but they had to do it because Californians, they like they go there and they don't spend money. They're like they all locusts. have annual passes. Yeah. They Well, yeah, and it's been <laughs> yeah. a real problem. I mean, even Sophie, who is a local, has acknowledged this several times. Yeah, the California locals, they go in there, they go in there for fireworks. Uh, they walk into the park. They'll be there for a couple of hours. They'll ride like two rides. They'll watch the fireworks and then they'll leave, but they'll they'll be in and out without spending a single penny beyond their monthly payment for their annual pass. So they had to get rid of those. I think this thing is creating, the fact that they got rid of those is really freaking them out because people are not going to the park. Uh, that's, that's one thing that I want everyone to know. Um, People are not going to the park, even on peak days. Like, people could go. that You could get a reservation on July 5th. Oh, yeah, for Disneyland Easily. And, and California Adventure. And you could get into California Adventure on the 4th of July. Like, yes. you, anyone could go. It, it's, wow. You know, they're expecting these things to be completely sold out, and they're just not. A lot of people are freaking out, wondering if they can get a reservation. They're wondering how they're going to do it. I, I've ta I talked to Biff Uppercut who goes all the way back to the morning show. Mm -hmm. uh, he messaged me today. He says, I'm thinking about going in November. How do I handle this reservation thing? I want to get, I'm, and, and I was like, well, just watch for him to come up. But the truth is, is that the park is largely empty. Mm -hmm. Even on busy days, it's largely empty. People are not, they, they just instituted a thing today saying, look, if you're a Southern California resident, you can buy tickets for 85 bucks a day. They're reducing ticket prices now yeah. for Southern California residents because they're basically showing up for fireworks. They're sitting in the Esplanade for free. <laughs> but this is what they this do. Is, this is what, this is what Californians do. Disney okay, locus. well now they don't have the they don't have their annual passes anymore. So what they're going to do is they're going to show up to downtown Disney. They're going to walk and sit down in the middle of the Esplanade between the two parks, watch the fireworks, and go home. Which is exactly what they were doing before. They were just doing it a hundred yards inside on Main Street. This uh, is no joke. There was what maybe like eight to ten thousand people in the esplanade thousands That's of people awesome. on the fourth yeah. of july just crammed into the esplanade because they didn't want to pay to not get paying in. a thing I, yeah. are you sure they're not utahns like utah moms they would do because that I, that, I, <laughs> I i have a hard time thinking that even utahns would spend all the money in gas or a plane there, ticket yeah. to drive down there just so they could sit in the Esplanade. No, actually, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah Josh's yeah. mom would yeah. do that. Yeah. I could see that. Here's the thing that bothers me, Chungan, why why I am against this plan is because... Okay. You know, well, a lot of people are. But my, my personal opinion on it is people save for years and years and years sometimes to go to yeah. Disneyland as a family. Yep. And yep. now you are putting an extra barrier between them you're having, being nickel and dimed they're being uh -huh. nickel and dimed but you're you're putting a barrier between these families that have sacrificed everything to just get to disneyland so yep. that 
other people that don't have to make the same sacrifices, that don't have to make those same decisions, can go in and purchase a, a spot in line in front of them. Let's go back to the even older days, Chunga, before the max passes, before the fast passes, where you just hire a paraplegic for the day to get in front of the line. My dad. Yeah, 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 yeah Josh. My, my, my dad. Josh and his dad. Yeah, yeah Josh has done that. Um, still do it. So, listen, I, I, uh, I know a lot of people are really angry about this. I do think Disney has lost their way. I do think that they're trying out, they're experimenting on a lot of different concepts and a lot of different ideas at a time when they perhaps should not be taking the time to do that yeah. because the park's been closed. Right. Now would be a perfect time to let everybody in and say, okay, look, let's do this. We'll sort all this tech stuff out later. Let's just let everybody in because it is creating a lot of frustration and there's a lot of people that are basically saying, look, we're not going. I'm just, I'm just not going to the park. I've had enough. I've had enough of their weirdness and all their weird crap that they're trying to do. Well, their virtual queues and their mm -hmm. weird reservations and all well, that. And honestly, well, it, they're making yeah. the whole process very, very confusing. And on top of that, very much so. We're coming out of a period where a lot of people had to really tighten the purse strings and really had to cut back. Yes. If anything, yep. they should be offering welcome back discounts. Let's pack the park to the brim. Let's cut yeah. the, the cost where mm -hmm. we can just to fill the place. Except for one problem they don't have the staff. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. They can't. Yeah. They can't because they're they're only they're literally at half the staff that they that they need to be able to do that. And it, it absolutely amazes me that a, a company as big as Disney can get so much wrong though, because you yeah, think uh -huh. they need the money. It's like okay, cool. Let's roll out a new fast pass or not fast pass, but annual pass program, and just get people coming in the park, you know, and, and get rid of like the locals thing that they have with the monthly pay. Have them pay a premium. Have everyone mm -hmm. get in the park, and then they'll start spending money. Okay, let's let's do this. Chandler's absolutely right. Can yeah. I say something? Yeah. Jimmy Chunga is now the CEO of Disney. Okay. This is, this is Chunga this is, is what now you the Flash Mountain Stays. More qualified well, than the current CEO. <laughs> so here's the deal. Chunga is now the CEO of Disney. Okay. Splash Mountain Stays, Josh. Absolutely yes. it does. For many people, that's as uh, sentimental and as important as the Haunted Mansion or Pirates. Right. Yeah. If not, mm -hmm. That's my personal favorite ride is Splash Mountain. Same. So, so Splash Mountain would stay. Okay. I would make a Princess and the Frog ride in the new annex that they're building out by the the new part of the park that they're going to build. I would I would give the Princess and the Frog their own ride. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about is I would say this. Look, um, reservations go away. We're going to, as soon as we have the staffing to, to handle it. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the reservations are about is they just don't have the staffing. And I think the second they do, because Disney is like, they just lost billions of dollars and had to take government money to stay afloat. Mm -hmm. And they're losing billions more on Disney Plus and Star Wars. So just think about that for a minute. They're not the solvent company that you think they are. Right. They're just not. <laughs> yeah. So I would say this. Institute annual passes across the board. Everyone has to play by the same rules. SoCal locals do not get a discount. You have to, if you want an annual pass, you're going to have to pay for it. And it's going to have to be a premium. And there will be multiple tiers. There'll be three tiers. One that has a lot of blackout dates, one that has some, and then one that has none. And the discounts go up the more money you spend. You just have three and that's it. And there's no SoCal discount. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to come in and pay for a day pass, and you're a local, you can get a discount. If you want to come in and pay for a five-day, not an annual pass, and you and you want to get a SoCal discount, you can do that. Yeah, okay. but, but yeah, I love that. But the annual pass is like, no, you are going to pay the exact same. That's, That's exactly right. That's how it should be, yes. Yeah. The fireworks are back. 
you uh, you are more than welcome to come in and d- into downtown Disney, but the ticket the ticket gates are actually moved out past the Esplanade, so you can't get on the Esplanade unless you're a ticketed person. Ah, uh, the all right. Yep. Yeah. Chug, yep. You have me sold with my one share of Disney stock. I'm gonna take this to the board. There you go. <laughs> so there's I, that. Okay. So second. So next. Beyond oh. that. There is no fast pass, there is no max pass, there is no anything. Everybody just comes in and they do their thing. And that's the way they do it. You get rid of the virtual queues, you get rid of all that shit, you get all of that stuff gone because you're investing a ton of blood and treasure trying to make this system work and nobody likes it. Uh, And I mean, nobody likes it. And that includes virtual queuing for food. All of that stuff is gone. That whole program is defunct. I would shut it all down now, and mm-hmm. I would just Disney is a they're masters at trying to fix stuff that isn't broken. The, yes, uh, uh, and, and for me, there's nothing worse than when you're here. You know, you're at the Matterhorn, you're all excited, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna wait in the line. I'm gonna hang out and with my family, talk to my kids." Bunch and of then you through. see everyone like, "Oh, I paid my ten bucks," and they just walk past, and then they yeah. walk past, and then they walk past. And yeah, it just, I, it I just ruins like it. the Disney magic. You I know what like I mean? It. So, Chunga, while you're at it as well, will you also get rid of Toontown? Don't you dare. Uh, Don't actually, you dare no. touch Toontown. No. I wouldn't get rid of Toontown. I, I would fix Toontown. Toontown is I'd, amazing. I'd, I'd, I'd fix it. it. I'd down. add more trees. No, I'd add more trees, and I would make it a lot more interactive than what it is right now. Yeah, I think I'd it just needs it to be interactive. Yep. yep. Mickey's Runaway Railway is going to be there, and it's going to be cool. Yep. It's exactly. the worst. Take that, Josh. No. I'd keep, no, I'd keep Toontown. I'd keep, there's not a lot I would change. I would, I would probably take Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. And though it's immersive, I would make some options, some food options for kids that are easier for for parents to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mean the, some uh, chunga options, like some chicken nuggets? Yeah, I would. Because right now it's it's <laughs> a, super foodie. Food in Galaxy's Edge is very foodie. It's true, and it's uh-huh. really hard for little kids. Yeah. And I would also create more things for little kids to do in there. Well, would so. would you retheme it to be the Mandalorian? Yes. Would you? Okay. I would in a second. I, I yeah. would retheme it to be. Um, nondescript to the Mandalorian or to I would put it in the era of around Return of the Jedi or shortly thereafter. So it'd be the Empire instead of the first. I love it. Be the Empire and there was yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. the thing. I think everyone can get behind that. Yeah. Yes. The technology is out there. You've seen it with the Galaxy's <clears throat> Edge and phones and RFID at like Nintendo Land and like Harry uh-huh. Potter World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that in Toontown. Put that in Galaxy's Edge. And for the food, it's not that hard to do pork nuggets. Just make pork nuggets. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, that's true. It, it really, it really, it really isn't. It's, it's, uh, and it would be fun for the kids. You know, I, yeah. it, it'd be a good thing. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see kind of the footage that you film for Ronin TV when you're. In we're gonna Disneyland. do a lot of it. Because yeah, I, we're gonna do a lot. I of also it. just, uh, I also just bought my ticket and got my reservations for my trip to Disneyland at, in August. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm gonna go celebrate my 40th birthday. Over nice. in, over in Disneyland. Very cool. Very cool. So that's exciting, Josh. Yeah, are you so going li- to do a lightsaber? I think so. I think so. You know, it's it's really interesting cool. because a lot of the reservations it's kind of confusing because you can reserve your your day in the park, but as far as food and other reservations, there's no. no it's impossible. Yeah, there's well, it, it shows that it's available, but there there's no communication as far as like when. 
I'm going to be able to reserve. Oh, we're going through the same thing. We've yeah. been trying to get Blue Bayou reservations for days. Well, even yeah, Cafe <sighs> Orleans and even cheaper ones. You can't. You, you ju- they're just not available. It's like reserva- reservations available, and they click it says there's none available at that time. Yeah. And you hit every yeah. single time, but it's the same. I don't know if it's like Bluetooth tracking, where like you have to be on park property before you can book it. So you uh, don't that have might like be the case. every just you know guy uh, and their dog booking yeah. reservations out. You have to dig on that one. You don't know. I, I think they're yeah. they're being very footloose and fancy free with the patience of their most ardent fans yeah yeah i I, yeah. I think they're i think they're um and i think that's a very arrogant attitude considering how much people invest in this company yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's a very attitude considering how much people sacrifice to go and celebrate their victory in a place like disneyland or disney world yeah uh, i think it's a huge mistake and this is why people absolutely despise bob chapik the way that they do they can't stand the man and um yeah they they really don't like him i think that you know if you take a look at galaxy's edge and what happened to galaxy's edge when they did the grand opening and they basically said look we're going to be opening don't come yeah <laughs> we're opening up that, i mean that's that what, what they, they said no they, they said that we're opening up galaxy's edge don't come and the thing that was funny is i think that they they learned nothing i was there for the like i we talked about this i did the ribbon cutting for the uh for dca mm-hmm back in the day and nobody came because they said we're opening this park uh crowds are going to be crazy don't come and then they did it again with galaxy's edge hey we're opening this uh this new part of disneyland crowds are going to be crazy don't come and everybody went okay i'll just come later and nobody showed up <laughs> yeah and so now they're doing the same thing which is like yeah. okay well now you have to have a reservation they're making it so hard the barrier of entry as spencer said is so insanely high that people are like this i'm going to yellowstone i i've had enough of this i'm not i'm not you know i'm not doing this so that i can pay ridiculous prices and go into this park i'm not doing this as somebody with the map of yellowstone right behind me right now disney do it for my sake get these tourists out of yellowstone you know how to handle them better than the bison do yeah the tourists are putting the the bison in in their minivans so you know i have to tell you my family vacation every year is yellowstone oh same here every single year and and I think people are thinking that I'm saying that is kind of I it's a fond look down memory lane. If I never ever ever with my own eyes ever gaze upon the waters of Fishing Bridge ever again, <laughs> it'll be too soon. I always wanted to go to Disneyland. I always wound up in Yellowstone. I hated Yellowstone. I still hate Yellowstone. You, you can't see this right now, Chunga, but I'm looking at the map fondly, and there's a tear in my eye. I, I can't no. stand Yellowstone. The, the worst was I when I hate the moose. I hate the fish. I hate the I hate the stinky geysers. I hate every, I hate everything about Yellowstone. You know Spencer, what, Chunga? The second you you build a lightsaber in Disneyland, that's going to change everything. Oh, it's going to change friend. everything oh, for you. There's nothing wrong with Disneyland, but I fully support you staying away from Yellowstone. In fact, everyone, yeah. stay away from Yellowstone. It's a terrible place. You're, it smells like fire cracking eggs. Do you remember that fire in Yellowstone? I did it. That was me. I did it. <laughs> um, How long is that statute kidding. of limitations good for? I'm obviously <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. So here's so here's the deal. Um, if you are stressed about your Disneyland trip, don't stress. Uh, people are not going. In fact, they're they're panicking. Um, if you're an annual pass holder or a former, if you're what is now called a legacy pass holder, uh, there are rumors that they're going to be. Some people are saying, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna restart the annual passes in January." I don't think that's true at all. I think they're panicked. 
I yeah. really do think they're panicked. Yeah. Uh, because they're like, oh, you have to have a reservation and you have to do this and you have to do that. And everybody went, okay. And they now they, they're going to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going anywhere but Disneyland. And so the park is largely empty. I've been watching friends that have gone. I've been talking to friends that have gone. And they're like, yeah, it's uh, it looks really crowded in the morning when everybody goes in because they're all trying to get their dopey reservation for Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And, and then everybody leaves. And, yeah. and the park is largely empty. I had a friend there two days ago, and she's like, yeah, I, I didn't wait longer than 20 minutes for any ride. That's like Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, everything. It's like, no, it's 20 Ooh. minutes, that's it. You know, yeah, which you is have to admit crazy. It's great. It's crazy. But yeah. You have to admit there's a problem when SeaWorld is rated as a better theme park in the U.S. than with Disneyland. I was just going to bring that <laughs> yeah. up. SeaWorld ran up. Yes, but I'm calling BS on uh, that. I don't know sea. where that came from. <laughs> I don't know who did that. USA Today. USA Today. Yeah, USA Today is stupid. Uh, and, I think SeaWorld paid a lot of money. And I think for they that. paid a lot of money to yeah. get that. Yeah. I really do. I Killer think, whales, I think man. USA Today is on the take. Killer whales it's not are like bigger SeaWorld's than mice. Been, been in the spotlight for you know mistreating whales or anything. It's like, oh, we need to we need to Universal Orlando bit. is rated no. a better theme park than Disneyland and Disney World. The whales yeah. they, they, break, they weren't mistreating on. the whales. The whales just ate a couple people. <laughs> that's, All right. that's, uh, that's just totally stupid. Anyway, so um, so annual passes. Here's what I'm predicting. Annual passes, they're going to make an announcement in August or early September, and they may very well just put them online when they make the announcement. Yeah. Or they may yeah. do it around September or October. I, I don't think they're going to make people wait till next year to do it. I actually was going to guess December, just in time for Christmas. <clears throat> well, oh, yeah. I think Christmas is going to be a big thing, a big part of it, and that's why I think they're going to go on sale earlier. Uh, I think it'll be Halloween. Other, yeah, for Halloween. Yeah. All of the other kind of uh, <laughs> sportscasters for Disney, they're all saying it's going to be in January. I'm not buying it. I think it's going to be much, much earlier. In fact, I think they're probably coming pretty quick, but I do think that they're going to have, it's going to be weird, uh, and it's going to be wacky how they do it and people aren't gonna like it. And if you wanna have the annual pass as you know the annual pass, you're probably gonna be dropping about 14 to 1500 bucks a a pass. Yeah. And that's the one where you're gonna have no restrictions and you can go all the time and you've got free parking and you've got big discounts and the whole thing. So save up your pennies if if you wanna be that dedicated to to do that. It's probably gonna be like a a color-coded system just like Gavin Newsom's pandemic green pass is no longer a green pass it's now a red pass <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably oh man <laughs> uh anyway guys okay that's your show um i'm always always happy to answer any questions ever um but yeah i'm getting a ton of disney stuff yeah. tons and tons of stuff. that was fun um We'll always answer them as best we can. There's still a lot of stuff that we don't even know. We're going to know a lot more after we go. Right. So, and uh, and we'll be doing some live streams on Facebook, and we're also going to be cranking out Arona TV videos like crazy. Yeah. While yes. we're there. So. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's the show. Thank you so much, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we will see you on the next one. Bye. Oh, it's baby time. <laughs>